No, let me just introduce our guest this morning. Uh, earlier this week, the National Portrait Award was won by a photographer, not a painter, as used to be the norm for the second year running. The winner was Enda Bow for his portrait of Sybil McCaddy and her daughter Lulu. Very remarkable picture, actually. Uh, I don't know what kind of camera uh, Mr Bow used to take that picture, but I believe that Tim Cook and the rest of the people at Apple now think if he was using anything other than a smartphone, he was wasting his time. Well, they would, wouldn't they? Now, I'm joined in studio by Kira O'Brien, technology journalist with the Irish Times. Uh, first of all, uh, Kira. Uh, those comments from Tim Cook when he was launching the iPhone 11, I mean, they always say that everything they do is brilliant, so I'm a little bit cynical about that. Of course. I mean, look, you can't deny, though, that smartphone cameras, they've come on in leaps and bounds. Okay. I can remember the first camera phone that came onto the market in Ireland, and it was a Motorola phone that had a separate camera that you had to plug into the bottom of it, and it was appalling. The colour... At the time, we thought it was great because it was new. It was, it was something that we hadn't seen before, but the colours were terrible. The shots were... You know, they, they weren't the best quality. Uh, you fast forward to now, I mean, I have the iPhone uh, 11 Pro and I took that photograph of my cousin um, at her wedding this weekend. Now, that's a beautiful I picture. have I have a lot, of, I have digital SLRs. Um, Don't been, be saying language like that. What's an SLR? Digital SLR, basically, you know those cameras that you see the photographers, the professional photographers yeah. with, you know, so it has a, a mirror inside it and there's all sorts of, of technology inside it and you hear that kind of clunk uh, when it takes a, a, a photograph uh, and they're, they're very high quality but I would have struggled to get a better photograph of her on the day with a digital SLR than I did with that. Now obviously it depends on a lot of things so if you are looking at if you look at the, the cameras that are out there now they will do very well on portrait shots because they have a lot of software and they have some very good lenses in them now that you can I can take a photograph of you and I can kind of blur out the background make it look you know I could change the, the lighting on it from say natural light to studio light to contour light and you know, kind of get all these Before, after or during? Oh uh, basically at any point now at this point I mean I can change that into something like that. So black and white kind of that looks like you took it with proper lighting in a, a studio. studio. So it's that kind of high key uh, mono shot. And, you know, that this is I mean, this is what you're getting on your smartphone. So basically, so just to remind people, it was a beautiful colour photograph uh, taken on the wedding day and you just tap something and it comes up as a black and white. Yeah, you can edit. You can basically that's the original. Yeah. So and, you know, the original is not bad. Uh, sorry, the that's the original is there. And oh, that's, that's the colour yeah. one. Yeah. You just basically swipe across. It's it's gotten that easy now that you can literally just edit it before and after. You can change the level of blur on the background. There's a lot of stuff you can do because there's so much technology built into these phones now. I mean, as I said, I can remember the first one. They're worlds apart. Even the first digital camera that I was looking at buying, you know, this would just, you know, it blows them away. Um, they're just absolutely fantastic now and for a lot of people they've replaced say the compact point and shoot cameras so you when you went to a family event before a christening or a wedding or you know, yeah. anything like that you would have had people taking photographs with their their point and shoot cameras their canons their kodaks i don't think i have been to one in the past five years where i've seen anybody take out a camera like that have you not no because People, basically, the best camera that you have is the one that's in your pocket. And for most people, that is now their smartphone. Now, obviously, there are some people who are still going to like having those separate cameras for various reasons. I mean, maybe they don't, they, their smartphone isn't 
the best quality. Maybe they like to have something separate. Maybe they want something with a good zoom lens. Um, and that's where I suppose smartphones have improved vastly. Uh, before you used to have one single lens on a camera and that was it. And you took whatever photo you could get and then you had to zoom in digitally and crop it and try and get the best photo out of that. Or you got closer. They were your two options. Uh, the iPhone... The iPhone 11 Pro has three cameras in the back of it. So one is an ultra-wide shot. Uh, one is... And does the camera know or do you have to tell you, it? You can choose between them. So when you open it now, you have a choice between like 0.5x, 1x or 2x. And the 2 is your telephoto. The 1 is your standard lens you would have had before. And your 0.5 is your ultra-wide. So you get an awful lot more into a photograph basically using the, the same device. Um, the other one I have here actually is a Samsung Note 10 Plus and that's got a triple camera on it as well. And they're all kind of moving towards this, um, at least a dual camera system. Um, I'll come back to the photos in a mm-hmm. moment. But, but does this mean that the notion of a phone, for a phone, like to speak to somebody or to text somebody, is kind of only a minor part of what a phone is for now? For a lot of people, yes. But in saying that, there are people who are turning away from smartphones because, as you mentioned there about the, the, the social media stalking, I mean, people give away an awful lot of information about themselves without realising. Unbelievable. Yes. And sometimes people tag themselves at locations um, or they leave uh, information that's in basically embedded into the photograph. There's location information embedded into the photograph. So I mean, were you surprised that, that this guy enlarged... Uh, the reflection in her eyes um, and figured out the location. Without knowing what the original photograph was taken on, uh, I wouldn't be able to you know, comment yeah. fully on it. But I'm not massively surprised because, you know, if you put a photograph up and it's it's detailed enough, I mean, you could possibly do it. I mean, I think most people taking photographs and putting them up online, they're not getting that level of detail in somebody's eye. It depends on how close the photograph was as well. Um, it's. I think people are probably more likely tripping themselves up in other ways. So by, you know, tagging themselves in locations. I mean, that's one thing you're warned about when you go on holiday. Don't post loads of photographs and, and tag yourself away from home. Here because, I am. In... Yeah, because it's a, it's a signal to burglars that you're, yeah, you're not at home. You know? yes, so yes. there's things like that that have to be taken into consideration. But the cameras are getting better quality. They are getting more detailed. Um, so if you are sharing stuff like that, it is something to kind of keep in mind, I think, for yeah. everybody. And how much battery pressure will there be with all those extra facilities? Well, once, as they're, as they're developing the, the different functions for a smartphone, they're also increasing the battery. battery well, the capacity. iPhone battery is a pain in the neck. Well, the one that, that the Pro now lasts, um, the Pro 11 lasts about four hours longer than the previous version did and the Pro 11 Max, I think, is five hours longer. So they are actually getting you know they, they are getting better as you go along um some of the ones like so the samsung note 10 plus that i have here will last me more than a day the huawei p30 well, that's pro what you want. yeah you don't want to be charging it every day and we also have this thing now i've been writing about it recently and banging on about it to anybody who listen about charging your phone overnight and the dangers of actually doing that because yeah. my phone charger went on fire in my hand at two o'clock in the morning which was not uh, the best thing to happen at any point in uh, every day let alone two o'clock in the morning so people don't want to have to remember to charge things I charge it all day. the time um, overnight yeah but do you remember Fado Fado there was a thing called the Nokia something or another that everybody had they still exist they do still exist the charge on them now mind you that was a phone mm-hmm. and texting yeah 
but very, very good. The charge on them lasted three and a half to four days. Yeah, you will still find those. Now, though they're, they're basically called feature phones rather than smartphones. And I know Nokia has a whole range of them now that they will actually, you'll get them the likes of Harvey Norman. And they're inexpensive, which is, is one obviously plus point. Yeah. They have limited kind of smart capabilities. So you might get WhatsApp on it, yeah. uh, which a lot of people would use. Yeah. You know, there's a limited amount of apps that you can get for it. They have smaller screens. They're not touchscreen. Most of them are not touchscreens. So, right. I mean, literally what you're, what you're asking of something like the iPhone or the, the You're Samsung asking phones, a lot. You're asking a lot. I mean, this is basically you're placing at the moment my GPS, sometimes my TV because I watch streaming video on it. Uh, I work on it. I use it to listen to yeah. music. So there's, and, and even the screen itself. I mean, you go back to those Nokia phones. They had small That's kind right. of grayscale screens yeah. and you, they weren't touch sensitive. You weren't tapping at them. There was a lot less draw on the battery. Of course, so, of course. Now, bring me back uh, to the photographs because yes. you've made it pretty clear uh, that you think these are damn good phones. For the average, yeah, for the for the, for a person taking photographs Say every day. Say a person going to a wedding or a person with a baby, you know those kind of personal mm-hmm. ones. Um, would you go for an old-fashioned... Well, it's not old-fashioned, sorry. An extremely a traditional, modern... A traditional camera, yeah. yeah, a tr- yeah a tr- or, or one of those. For, for most people, for the average person, to be honest, the expense of a digital SLR or one of the new mirrorless cameras is not... They're not going to get the use out of it. So if you have kind of one of the higher-end smartphones... You, know, you are going to get great photographs out of it. I mean, it's the, the portrait mode on most of these cam- these camera phones are they're, they're fantastic. Now, how does that work? What's post- portrait well, mode? There, most of them would have a specific portrait mode, so it will kind of it'll do that blurring of the background thing. Um, it'll be a bit closer. Is it a separate click? It's, it's within the actual camera app on the phone, so you'll have options. So, say on the iPhone, for example, yeah. you have the option of. Um, you have the option of portrait mode. You have the option. And of, does that pop up? Yeah, when you're when you're basically when you're scrolling across, yes. you'll see video. You can switch between video. You can switch time lapse, slow motion, video, photo, portrait, and panoramic mode. So All when you right. go into your portrait mode, it gives you a specific kind of look on the the, the camera. So you, it'll basically what it do is it will just taking it there. It'll focus on the person, and it'll blur the background. And all then right. you can go in after that and edit it and you can maybe blur the background a little bit more or right. a little bit less. Yeah. And then you can use all these third-party apps you have on your phone to edit those photographs. So you maybe you can fiddle around with the contrast, you can fiddle around with the, the brightness. And then could you print those out and put them in the, on the kitchen table, so you to can. speak? I mean, yeah. there's a lot of online photo services, but you can go into, say, the likes of Boots and you can connect to their photo printing machines through Bluetooth. And there's a, the, the idea of the traditional photo lab, obviously, it's, it's a bit, not gone, but yeah. you know, there you walk in and you kind of do it yourself. Now, when you say that that self-selects on portrait, you, you're sitting pretty close to me here, what, mm-hmm. about five foot away from me? What if you were... 15 foot away from me. This is, yeah, this is where I suppose camera phones still, uh, smartphones and cameras still have, uh, they still have a bit of disparity there. Because if, okay, so the the maximum, say, on the iPhone that I will get, it goes from 13 mil- millimeter lens to 26 millimeter to 52. And 52 is the closest. So obviously, if you have a decent zoom lens. I mean, I have zoom lenses for my cameras that would go from 100 to 300. Now, and there's obviously bigger ones and more yeah. expensive ones that you can get. Now, I'm not going to get a 300 millimeter zoom lens on my phone. Um, the, the zoom lens that I have is heavy. It's 
bulky. It, right. You know, it looks like something that the paparazzi would carry around. Yeah. Around. Now, obviously, things are getting better. Things are getting smaller and things are, are, are shrinking down. But you're still not going to get, I mean, 52 millimetres is the closest that you can get on an iPhone. That's the, the, the focal length that you're going to get with the iPhone. Right. Um, and so you're not going to get that zoom. Now, talk to me about these um, uh, photos that won the prizes. Uh, because that used to be for painting, but now <clears throat> it's for photography, which is... How do you find that? Do you, did you find it interesting? I think it is interesting, but I think it's probably inevitable. Um, I mean, everything is kind of moving on. I suppose if I was coming from it from the point of view of a painter, I'd probably be a bit, you know, put out about it. But... I mean, I don't know what the judges were looking for. You know, personally, I, I didn't see their, their judging criteria. So I suppose they obviously decided that this particular photograph had what they were looking for, had the elements they were looking for. How the would you describe that, it? Well, the, the fact that they they didn't... Um, the fact that they, they that it wasn't a painting, you know, that it was a photograph. I mean, it, it's... I suppose when you're judging anything, you're looking for specific elements. Uh, they obviously found that it satisfied that. Uh, and what did you think of it? Personally, um, I mean, it's it's a nice portrait, you know. It's there. I like I like photo. I like photography. I'm a, right. I'm a photography fan, so I'd be coming at it from a biased point of view. Yeah, but you don't sound like you're leaping over the moon about it. No, but I, I wasn't I wasn't judging it, so it was a. Oh, right. You know, it wouldn't be my my area of expertise. Okay, uh, but you think that is the way it will probably go. I mean, it depends. I mean, they could have a fantastic portrait next year that's painted by somebody. So, you know, it, it all yeah. depends on what they And get. tell me, do you know what the competition is? It's called the Zurich. It's in the National mm-hmm. Gallery. First of all, I should say to people, it's called the Zurich Portrait Portrait Prize that has gone, as I said, to end a bow. And there were 27 shortlisted um, artists involved in the whole thing. This was actually called... Sybil McCaddy and daughter Lulu and it's worth 20,000 like it's mm-hmm. a no messing prize yes I mean I, I said I, I it's a nice portrait so I, like, I don't know what they were looking for personally but they, they obviously found, felt that it fulfilled their criteria right another one which I rather liked the overall winner also a photograph is a joint effort by Mabel Forsyth and Mary O'Carroll both aged 12 and for their good fortune they share 500 euro plus a box of high quality art materials anyway listen thank you very much indeed uh, for all of that and it's greatly appreciated 